finding out the reason why we do things is sometimes a little bit strange. It's a little bit hard to understand what what people's real motivations are. It's even hard to understand our own. I've got a very practical example, and I think it can apply in so many different situations. So a friend of mine, uh, he'd be in his 40s, He's a school teacher, and uh, one of the one of the boys just commented to him one morning, "Sir, you're uh, you're developing a pot belly." Now, not the kind of kind comment that you would, <laughs> that you would hope for, but uh, this this boy is just very very frank apparently, and uh, that really motivated my friend. To, to lose some weight, which he did. He just he didn't need to lose a lot of weight and uh, it, was, it was not a dramatic change, just cutting back on cookies or biscuits as we call them in Australia and um, doing a, a bit more exercise and so on. But now I, I asked my friend, look, what was it that, that triggered you to lose weight? And he told me this, uh, this uh, story of, of the boy making that observation. You've got a pot belly, sir. <laughs> and uh, that was really interesting. Because when people say something like, I want to lose weight, if you ask them, why do you want to lose weight? I expect that you're going to hear answers like, oh, I just want to trim down a bit, which is not a reason why. I want to fit better into my clothes. Well, you could always buy new clothes if you want. You, uh, uh, I want to feel a bit more healthy. Now, all of those reasons might be true. I want to be looking after myself better. All of those reasons might be true. But how would you measure success? Well, in a sense, the measure of success is not the number on the scale. And I confirmed this, confirmed this with my friend. When he related to me that he'd lost uh, this many kilograms, this many pounds, uh, it was not a dramatic reduction, but it was sufficient in three months to, to know that he was on the right track. That was his way of communicating to me success. But in his mind... The measure was not really the number on the scale. And he confirmed that with me later. He said, yeah, the number on the scale is less important. It was more about how he felt about himself and how he felt how others saw him. And uh, and now this podcast episode is not about how to lose weight. And uh, except to say that you don't start by saying, what do I do to lose weight? What steps do I take, literally? <laughs> what, what process do I follow? What regime? What diet? No. The starting point is really finding out why you want to do this in the first place. And, in, and I said to him, look, do you remember... I said to my friend, do you remember exactly where you were 
he speaks to hundreds of, uh, or dozens at least, of uh, school children in a week. He has, no doubt, dozens of conversations. But I asked him, do you remember exactly where you were when this boy made that comment to you? He said, yeah. See, that's seared into his brain. Now, it didn't hurt him, but it alerted him to take some action. And so if he had come up to me, let's say that I were a health coach of some kind, a diet coach, which I'm not in the least. Uh, If he had come up to me and said to me, "I, I, I want to trim down, I want to lose some weight. Well, the temptation is to say, well, here's how you do it. You've got to exercise more and you've got to eat less. <laughs> eat less of the bad stuff. How are we going to go about doing that? So jump straight into the how. But the real thing is, is the why in the first place. Now, you might think, well, a comment, a negative comment from, uh, from a student um, isn't enough motivation. Well, it was for him. And I'm not saying that that's what you need to do, but it is helpful in driving him to be consistent with his, uh, with his exercise and, and eating habits. So let's apply this to a different situation. Let's say that you are developing something for your business. Let's say you've got a service. You want to create some something that you're not quite sure is going to be valuable enough for people. It might even be something free, a lead magnet, something that people could download, give them a little bit of uh, a bit of a push, give them something valuable so that they can come back for more. But you're not quite sure if it's valuable enough. Go back. And instead of asking, how do I design this? How should I set this out? Go back and ask, well, why am I doing this? What's the motivation? The motivation could be a negative one, such as my friend who had the, you know, slightly critical comment from a school student. Or it could be a positive one. My friend has also had people say to him, hey, you're really trimming down, you're really looking good, you're looking in great shape. Have you lost weight? And so those are also motivations because he, he really feels that people are noticing. Now, you might sort of ask yourself, well, what, why am I doing this? Why am I starting in this, in this area of business? Or why do I want to become more productive why do I want to procrastinate less and you can ask yourself that but once again even with things like productivity procrastination instead of asking how do I do it what tools do I use what software what's the best software ask why do I want to do this in the first place what's the real driver Once you actually get to that, then you're a long way there because you're not just going off the impulse, 
you're not imposing a regime on yourself from outside that you, you don't really have buy-in. You're not really engaged in. You're not really enrolled in. No, instead, you've, you've got a real driver, a real personal driver. As I say, it could be a negative one. I, I don't like to hear the comments like that about my weight. Or it could be a positive one. Hey, you're looking great. This is, this is really good. And that also can apply in a business setting, in getting yourself organised. Whatever it is, that the challenge, gaining patience, whatever it is, the challenge that you, that you want to work on. What's the real driver?